Well, hello, listeners. This is Grace on the Tree, and I'm Jamie L. I'm coming back to do yet another blessed message, uh, podcast message. I pray you guys are having a wonderful fun day Sunday <laughs> out there. And um, I just guys want to just take a moment as well to just thank y'all for so much love that y'all showed and listening to um the rich man troubles episode i did a couple months ago i'm so thankful and just overjoyed that you guys were blessed by that um that message and um you know i pray that you'll just continue to allow god to allow me to continue to feed you guys so i thank you guys for your prayers for me um and um you know i'm just continuing to to pray for the people out there that listen as well um, the people that are growing spiritually by these messages. I know that they can tend to be rather long and lengthy. <laughs> it's lengthy, but it's goody as well, because you can always go back in and continue to uh, leave off where you, you've read at. So that's always a blessing. So guys, let's just jump right on in to our message. And um, yeah, let's let's allow the Lord to use us. Abba Father, um, we come to your throne right now, Lord God. We just want to thank you, Lord God, for your grace that you've given us this day, Lord God. We want to thank you for every good and perfect plan that come down from above, Lord God, that you have blessed us with, Lord God. We pray that this time that we would give to you, Lord God, that you would open up our hearts, help us to um, tune into spiritually to what you want us to know, Lord God. Um, help me to say the right words, Lord God, that would um, articulate um, in a way that they could understand, Lord God. Um, just give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory, Lord Holy Spirit, as I just allow you to use me at this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, okay, so guys, we are going to be in the book of Galatians, the chapter one of Galatia. Um, but I was thinking about um, going into first Chronicles as well, but I think, um, chapter one in Galatians is a great place to start. And, um, you know, I always like to give you guys kind of like a little background of why I'm, you know, what inspired me to do this uh, episode. Exactly. I have quite a few different episodes that, you know, I've, uh, want to talk about, and it's things that I don't say, um, you know, that's well all the time. And that just gives better context, better understanding. Because as we are walking this Christian walk, God gives us more revelation all the time. Right. So um, just stay with me and make sure you're reading the word as well. Um, because don't just hear what I say, you know, allow the spirit of God to speak through you by following along with scripture. Um, like I said in the um, coming out with Jesus episode, coming out in Jesus name episode, you know, people can say anything, you know, and that doesn't mean that it's scriptural, doesn't mean that it's biblical. So you have to test the word for yourselves by following the word of God for yourself. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, yeah, we're going to be in the book of Galatia, Galatians chapter one. And the episode, reason why this episode is important is because, um, you know, it kind of 
like I'm talking about, you know, just with um, how Christians can be veered and veered off and be taken off course and deceive if they don't know the word. And that's pretty much what this chapter is uh, kind of focused on um, is, is exactly that. So I just wanted to really encourage the Christian believers out there like myself. I've been faithfully walking with the Lord for um, what eight years now. And I've grown so much, but it's things that I've been deceived about. It's things that I thought uh, made sense, but it's, it's just like, it can't just be in and of ourselves. It has to be biblical or it's just false. We know the devil, he is a, is a God. He is a, is not God. I'm sorry. He is a deceiver and he's the father of lies, deception, confusion, and he will do anything he can to twist the actual word of truth. So us having the word hidden in our hearts, us praying, us spending time with God, remembering scripture is key, you know. Now I will be, you know, the first one to say You know, I have had dry spells throughout these past eight years with spending time with the Lord, with praying, with reading my uh, word, with worshiping God. And um, every time that happens, I can feel this shift, guys. Like, I literally can feel this shift. Like, it's just, you know, I'm just much more unsettled, much more, you know, just feel you know irritation just not 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 at peace I feel like things are rushed um but when 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 um I spend time with God I do feel like things are much more smoother things going well that God is like um God has us has me right where he wants me to be so don't feel discouraged if you've had those periods of time like I have because that's part of this whole Christian walk you know, and it's, 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 it's God's story that he's writing for you. You know, it's not going to be a just, you know, narrow road all the time, even though that's what he tells us in the Bible is that, uh, this, uh, Christian walk, take the narrow road, not the wide road, which leads to destruction, but takes the narrow road, which leads to life. But getting to that life is hard, especially when we're living in this world. Right. But that's why the word of God will continue to keep us. His word tells us that if we remain in him, he'll he'll remain in us. Amen. He tells us that no good thing that he will will withhold from those that are in him, you know, us being his chosen children. So that is a little bit what what this chapter is about. And I just wanted to encourage all the Christians out there that are struggling with 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 um with um staying faithful and persevering in their walk um and I can tell that God is is in me I can tell that God is with me because all those dry spells I've had he's always led me back to his word somehow rather if it was him speaking to my heart and convicting me on it or brother, him just giving me the realization, like you see all this chaos, <laughs> Jamie L, that's going on around you right now. That's because you haven't spent time with me in a couple months or you haven't been praying to me or, you know, you've been doing things your way this, this, this long. But God, God wants us to be 
in him. He wants us to be close to him and he wants to handle all the details of life. He wants to um, be the author of our story, you know, because we're not because he wants all these rules and he doesn't want us to have any fun and he wants us to just, you know, just this legalistic religiosity spirit type of stuff, but because he loves us as a father, as Abba Father. He wants us to be in peace. He wants us to live life um, joyfully, abundantly, all the way until he takes us to heaven. So, <laughs> yeah, so that is what inspired me to do this episode. And um, let's get started, guys. I guess we'll start right from the first chapter. Um, I mean, not the first. Yeah, we'll just read on down. Um, and it was 24 chapters in this, but I just kind of want to just um, start at first at uh, verse six of Galatians chapter one. But uh, let's just let's just read the beginning of it, the greeting of it a little bit. It says, uh, Paul, an apostle, not from men, nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God, the father who raised him from the dead and all the brothers who are with me to the churches of Galatia. Grace to you and peace from our God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. That is important because Peter, I mean, Paul, excuse me, guys, Paul is what's truly a spiritual father, guys. Like literally, Paul has like his, he wrote just about what pretty much all of New Testament books and things like that, you know, and he is truly a spiritual father. He guided Timothy. He just, he just was faithful and he was apostle. Um, not, he, he wasn't, uh, one of the original 12 apostles, but he was a super apostle because God grafted him in as being an apostle, you know? And um, that that's important. That's important to mention. So, um, and I, another thing that I point out in cha- um, verse two, it says, "Until all the brothers." So you know he's specifically talking about uh, Christians, us brothers in Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ, to the churches of Galatia. So it's not just the Galatian church, but I guess Galatia was more of like a continent kind of like Africa with different separate countries and and cities and things like that in it. So that's something to mention as well. Okay, so let's go let's get on to verse 6. It says, "Um, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel opposite to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel opposite to the one you receive, let him be accursed. So he said that twice. So a little background. I believe this was Paul's uh, on Paul's first missionary journey. And Paul um, preached 
the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. Remember, Paul uh, was a persecutor of the church uh, of God, and he met with Jesus on the road to Damascus, and he was blind for three days. And then, um, you know, from that point on, Ananias came and um, opened his eyes. And I believe during those three days that that's when uh, uh, Paul, like, received the spirit of God in him at that time. I I truly believe that, but I don't know if that's 100% true. But we know that by him having this great testimony and him being this radical, um, faithful, convert Christian, like, he was really... A spiritual father. That's all I can really say. Amen. Um, so he 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 was a persecutor of the Gentile church. But then, after being enlightened with the gospel of Christ by God Himself, he actually started preaching to the Gentile churches. So he went to uh, the region of Galatia and he preached to them the gospel of Jesus. And it was so many people in Galatia that accepted Jesus Christ, you know, and um, I don't know the time frame, guys, of how long it had been from uh, Paul being in Galatia um, from when he first, you know, went there to preach to them uh, up until him actually, you know, you know, uh, writing this letter to send to them to to um, reprove them or, or rebuke them or rather, but Let's just continue reading on, okay? So let's go down to um, verse 10. It says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I was still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. I love that scripture. I absolutely love that scripture because that's that's who we that's what we should our our heart stance that's where our, we should be at you know intentionally as believers in Christ you know it's about obedience you know we'd be obedient to God you know our heart should be desiring to please God above all else but that's a gradual thing guys if I'm honest you know I'm a I'm not saying that I'm like at <laughs> the most super spiritually mature person now um but I will say that I have matured quite a bit from when I first became a believer and I do know that like I said going down a narrow road to life it's a journey God is writing our story so you know it may be parts of our hearts that we have not given to God exactly yet you know what I mean But God wants our whole heart and trust and believe just like his word says, you know, for I, his word tells us in um, Philippians 419, you know, for I will continue. He said, where is it for I, for it is I that do the will to work in you, not you, you know, so he, he tells us that he'll continue to do the work in us in Philippians uh, one nine, he said that he'll bring us to completion. So we 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 ha- we can trust and believe that God is not going to leave us right where we are. Everything that happens in this life is for a reason. God is using that to refine us. God is using that um, to strengthen us, to mold in us. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I don't. 
I don't know why I'm getting like emotional right now. I'm just give me a minute. Okay, so uh, to God be the glory. Okay, here we go. Chapter 10. Um, the spirit of God moves and he moves. Amen. <laughs> All right, here we go. So um, God is using these things that we go through. Just know that it is not for nothing. Like he's he's faithful. He's faithful to us. Even when we're not faithful to him, he's faithful to us. So I just want to encourage you guys as we can before we continue reading down um, some more in verse 11. I just want to encourage you guys that um, it may be Christians out there that feel like the pressure or what other people may be trying to say. They probably be saying, oh, you should you should do YouTube. You should do this ministry. You should go and have this business. You should do all of these things. And it, it makes you feel like you're not doing enough. But God doesn't need you to do 20,000 things. God needs you just to be faithful with what he has given you within your means. You know, remember the story with the lady and all she brung into the servant tray was just a couple of copper pennies. And God valued the little that that person brought in over many, many of the riches of the other people that they had brought in. And that's because he desires our hearts he desires what's in our heart and the little that we have to offer you know <clears throat> god is about sacrifice you know so he, he he if we're sacrificing our lives which is supposed to be a living sacrifice to him that's acceptable in his sight it makes sense right so don't feel don't allow people and the things that people say or where you where they think you should be at right now or what they think you should be doing don't let them influence you or make you feel like you're not doing enough because God loves you everything that you do for God he sees it you know everything that you um you use as as your life which is a form of ministry anyways for the Lord God is pleased with you open up your Bible and you read your, just just three verses. God is pleased with that. Okay. You go to service and, and, and you spoke and, and, and smiled at two people that probably really needed that smile. God is pleased with that. You know, so just focus on um, where God has you right now, because it is not by accident. Um, it's not by accident. Okay, so we're... Um, Going down to um, verse 11, it says, for, for I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people. So extremely zealous was I for the traditions of the fathers. But when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me, by his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately consult with anybody, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. But I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Okay, 
Okay, so yeah, so this is Paul is telling his testimony to um to the Galatians about how he get, became enlightened, like I was saying a little while ago, you know. He 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 he's telling them about, you know, the true him the true gospel, him truly accepting the gospel of Christ. Um um and and how um you know, he persecuted church, but how um, he's there, you know, not because of by men's credit, but by Christ's credit, by God's desire, God's his obedience to God and not men rather. And um, let's go down. So we go to um, he said he didn't consult with anyone, you know, because people probably were expecting him to go to Peter and, you know, um. Peter, John, and the rest of the, the disciples after he became enlightened. But like I said, you know, he, after he, um, Ananias opened his eyes those three days, he ended up, like he said, he left for three years. He went away three years. Um, and that's when he was learning more about Christ and he was spending time with God, with just him and himself. And then he, you know, went to, uh, you know, Peter and met the disciples, not before, but after. So the Judaizers, because they, the only thing they knew of, of, of Paul was that, okay, this was, this person had this experience in Damascus and that Paul was a huge, notorious persecutor of the church. Those, the only things they knew about him, but they didn't know about his journey and, and, and accepting the spirit of God those three days, which I truly believe that's what happened those three days. And then the three years that he spent, uh, with Christ, they didn't, they didn't know that they didn't know how, how, how much of, uh, he was growing spiritually. So in this legalistic, you know, way, they're just like, you know, you're not, you're not, they're, they're, they're not crediting him for actually being a, a man of God having the spirit of God. That's what this is really about, you know, and it's definitely not true. So it says in verse 18, then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Peter. Yep. So then he's talking about Peter or Cephas, which is Peter and remained with him 15 days. Verse 19. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. And what I am writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia. And I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They are they only were hearing it said he he who used to persecute us is now preaching, preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they glorify God. And they glorify God because of me. So he's saying, you know, that's all that they really knew about him, you know, was just that, you know, with his, his, um, him, him being a persecutor of the church. Okay. So, um, yeah. So another thing I want to point out too. So after he, so it wasn't the other apostles, it seemed like it was just Peter and James. Yeah. Peter and James. Um, and John, um, just a second. Okay.
So, yeah, so the whole purpose for, like I said, for for Paul doing this, I want to just focus on this and then we'll jump around to a couple of scriptures. The whole purpose for Paul um, exhorting and rebuking the um, the Christians at Galatia is because the Judaizers got into their head pretty much, which is an attack and told them, hey, your gospel is is false. Like, that's not true. Um, Paul is not, you know, a real Christian. And they believed in Jesus. They accepted the gospel of Christ, you know, and they allowed, which I said, like, like I said, I don't know how long it took them from when Paul first came to them and preached to them up until him writing this letter to, you know, encourage them and rebuke them. I don't know how long it took them to um, allow the Judaizers to get into their head. But, um, you know, Paul was very unsettled by this. You know, Paul didn't care about offending people, (laughs) you know, which made him a true spiritual father. He would rather just tell you exactly what God is saying right from God's mouth. And he cared about your soul as opposed to trying to please man and cover up and sugarcoat things, you know. And he loved the people at Galatia, you know, because he came for this specifically for the uh, Gentiles. So just like with us, it may not be Judaizers, but just like as we walk this Christian walk, the devil is going to constantly bring so many different types of attacks. Like literally, <laughs> I can name so many attacks that, that the enemy has been using for me with me. Fear being a big one. Um, just like he will just constantly do that. And that's that that that's that's of his nature. But the God but God wants us to. God wants us to to always overcome. And the only way that we can overcome is if we have our spiritual armor on. That's in Ephesians 6. Um, that Ephesians 6 tells us. We keep the armor, guard, um, armor of God on, which is the sword of the spirit. Um, the feet ready, prepared by the gospel of peace. The helmet of salvation. The belt of truth. Those are all we need because we as human beings cannot fight and defeat the devil in and of ourselves. But like I said, as we're lifing and we go through these dry spells, the enemy attacks us and it makes us weary and we feel like, goodness, I can't hear God right now. (laughs) I don't feel like God is close to me. God is mad at me. Why am I not desiring to read my Bible? (laughs) Why am I not... um, going to church, maybe for you, you're not going to church, things like that, you know, and those are texts on the devil, you know, but as we spend time with God, as we just fall to our feet and go to the throne of grace and we ask help in our time of need, God truly does help us in various of different ways. He helps us to strengthen us. He helps us to, um, you know, the, to desire to spend time with him, it takes some intentionality. I mean, you know, it definitely takes intentionality for us to spend time with the Lord. Um, but it's a it's a beautiful thing to know that we're being fed and our hearts just feel more settled and at peace. We feel much more uh, like life is just getting better, and it it just we need the Word of God. If you're a believer out there, you need 
God's word every single day. Okay. It's just like not having actual water. And I did a podcast episode on this <laughs> years ago about, uh, you know, if you don't drink water, you know, you get dehydrated, right? Your body, you could start showing it, you know, you just, that's the same way it is for a believer not having the word. You just dry up spiritually and you, and, and things just don't go right. And you can feel that you can feel it. You can feel it in your spirit. You can feel it in just, um, you know, just, just your, your not having peace. You can see that what's going on around you. That's different, but we need the word. That is how we grow. <laughs> that is how we are nourished, you know? Uh, so I just want to, you know, really encourage all the believers out there that it is okay, but we have to know our enemy. We have to know our enemy and we have to know our word way more than we know our enemy because that is the only way we're going to defeat our enemy. You know, let's go to um, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 5. 1 Corinthians 15. It says, now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received in which you stand and by which you are being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain, for I delivered to you as of first important what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures and that he appeared to Peter, then to the 12. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep or, you know, have died. Okay. Am I in the right? So, yeah, this is the true gospel by Paul. This is the true gospel um that Paul is is preaching to the Corinthians and um you know and the true gospel is offensive the true gospel is offensive to our flesh you know it's 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 offensive to our flesh um because it goes against our flesh you know, that's why the Bible says, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember the scripture, but it says that our spirit and our flesh are hostile against each other because they don't submit to one another. So the gospel of Christ is, is spiritual, which Jesus is spiritual. That's offensive, you know, because people want to pervert it. And, and you know, the people want to take out just like the Judaizers, what they want and, and, and to appease their flesh. And, um... It's not, it's not spiritual. If it, if it offends our pride, it offends, um, you know, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. That's in first John, um, two, 15 and 16 and, um, the pride of life, you know, and that's all from Satan. So the gospel that this is the true gospel of Christ that Paul is, 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 um, preaching about is spiritual and unearthly. And, um, you know, God's word is alive and active, you know? And so when there's people that, that 
people who know Christ and that that can't hear Christ. It just sounds like just words to them because their the, the their spirit part of them is not alive. You know, we're all born into this world spiritually dead until Jesus comes to live in us and then we're spiritually alive. That's the reason why Jesus gives us a revelation of his word and we're able to be enlightened the truth the same way that Paul was. It's because of our spirit, the Holy Spirit living in us. Let's go to um, James 1, 2 through 4. This is one of my favorite scriptures. James 1, 2 through 4. It says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing. That is one of my favorite scriptures. So it's a call for endurance of the saints. When we know that the devil is attacking us, we know that he doesn't want he, he doesn't want us to be close to God. He doesn't want us to have a relationship with God. He doesn't want God's people to, to even know Christ. He wants to pervert the word. He wants us to only take out what we want out of the word of God and not know the truth for what it is um, as well. You know, like I said, Paul, he, he was on the mission for the Gentiles. He loved the people. He loved the people. He wanted all the people to accept Jesus as and they were. They were, you know, were 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 close to each other and, and they were um reading their Bibles, kinda like the church in um Acts. You know, they were kinda doing the same thing since they were so close together. But then just like I said, the Judaizers came to attack them, just like we get devil attacks all the time and that knocks them that knocked them off and they allowed that lie that that those lies to get the best of them instead of standing firm in Jesus and that happens a lot too for new believers you know that aren't as firm in the faith you know any little thing can happen and then they're it's not because they don't have the spirit of God in them it's just that they're not spiritually full yet you know and I know a lot of people can get that confused like as Christians they're like okay well I have the spirit of God in me and then they're so quick to write off a new Christian and say oh that person (laughs) that person can't be a Christian then because they just fell away from the faith and it's like they could very well have the spirit of God in them but are they spiritually full yet is their cup full yet of the spirit of God and if not you know, the, 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 the little, the word that they do know, um, you know, it just kind of, they just, they just fall off. They, the devil just snatches the word from them, but they're definitely still a part of the faith, you know? So definitely want to pray for those Christians, those people like that, because that they come back into the fold, um, because that happens a lot and that's the devil's work, you know? Okay, we're going to go to 1 Thessalonians 3, chapter 13. This should... 1 Thessalonians 3, chapter 13. Chapter 3, verse 13. Okay. It says, so that... 
Let's go to 11 down to 13. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you so that he may establish your hearts blameless and holiness before our God and father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. So we have to continue to persevere saints. We have to continue not to grow weary and we have to continue to fill up on the power of God, stand on God's grace every moment of the day because that is what we need like dire need of it every single day you know uh let's go to um hebrews 10 chapter 10 verse 35 hebrews chapter 10 verse 35 this is one of my favorite books Apart from Romans, but yeah, this is verse 35. Or should I go up to? Yeah, let's let's just start at 35. We're in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. It says, therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward for you have no you for you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised for yet a little while and the coming will will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Amen. So notice like in verse 38, he God says he has no pleasure in them. But then he says that true believers are not ones that just shrink back just and, and that's that, you know, but we by faith through him. We persevere. Why? Because his grace helps us to desire his word. His grace helps us to desire to pray and to speak to us all the time. God spoke to me what a month ago and I was letting, you know, the fear, the spirit of fear from Satan get to me so bad. And I remember it was like three or four o'clock in the morning and I was kind of half sleep, I guess. And God was speaking to me and he was just like, why are you letting Satan make you fearful over this stuff, making you overwhelmed? And, you know, he just had this candid conversation with me and I was half asleep and I was talking back to the Lord and I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, I, I literally have, have been letting him overwhelm me and, 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 and not do the things that I know I should be doing. And, um, right after that conversation, I don't know, you know, I woke up and went about my normal day, getting ready for work, whatever. And I just felt this like renewness of God strengthening me like that overwhelmingness was gone. It was like he gave me enough grace. Like, because I think I had went back to sleep. But I don't know. I remember. <laughs> I don't remember the conversation ending or whatever. Nothing like that. But I just remember leaving out that morning and then the rest of the day just feeling this grace 
to, 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 to continue, to persevere, to, to conquer that, you know, and that's what faith does. That's what God's strength does. It helps us by faith since he know that we believe in him, since we know that his spirit in us, he helps us to overcome and to conquer the lies of the devil. And that's what God wants to do for you too, saints. So trust and believe that God is faithful. He will not leave you to your own devices. You know, he will help you in times of struggle. He will help you when those attacks come, but you have to submit. You have to be obedient to what God is saying to you. And it's hard. It's a struggle. But guess what? The good thing is, is that God doesn't need our will. He doesn't need our strength. He doesn't need our millions of dollars or all of our means of whatever that we have, you know, riches and all that. All he needs is our faith. All he needs is our obedience. All he needs is our yes. You know, God and God and Jesus, um, when we, when we came to Jesus, um, and we accepted him in our, in our life, that was our yes to him. You know, that's why he calls us our bride, because we're saying our yes to him that, hey, I want to lay down my life every day. I want to live my life for you in obedience, because I believe that you're my savior. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. I believe that you walk with me and that you keep me safe and that one day I'm going to be in heaven with you eternally. I believe that, you know, and that's what God, that's what kind of God we have. That's what type of father that we have. So don't grow weary, continue to persevere, continue to be diligent, you know, give this, give yourself rest and time that you need. Don't overexert yourself, test everything that you hear saints, because just because people dress it up and make it seem like it may be true, the devil just needs that little bit of wiggle room. (laughs) Literally, that's all he needs. Um, And, 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 and God, God sees that. And whatever plans that the devil has, God, he completely destroys those plans. Because why? Because his goal is to protect you. His goal is to have your back. His goal is to see you come to the full person and and purpose that he has planned out for you. You know, and like I said, it's not going to look like everybody else's. You know, the Christian walk in itself is contrary to the world in itself. So if you already know that it's contrary to itself, knowing that people in this world don't value the spiritual values that we have, you already know you can't listen to what people say and how they're trying to tell you how you should live your life as a believer. Even brothers in Christ, I'm speaking about this, even brothers and sisters in Christ can try to um, tell you what you should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Like, but just God says in this word that if little, if you can manage the little that let's, let's go to that scripture. That's a good scripture. Just a second. I actually, um, that's one of my, uh, favorite scriptures. Just a second guys. Is it Matthew? I'm thinking it's Matthew. Oh, 
Okay, so I can't find it, but I do know he says that the little that that he gives us that he'll increase it. You know, we're faithful in a little, then he'll give us more. But another scripture that came to mind that I do know by heart is uh Exodus 23:10, It says, "Little by little I will drive them out from before you until you have increased and possessed the land." So those attacks that God, that the devil gives us, you know, God will drive them out of our lives. If we are obedient to him, if we lay down at his throne, if we submit our hearts and our lives to God, giving him complete honesty of what he's going to, he's going to drive out those attacks. That's God's desire anyways. You know, the word says that delight yourself in me and I will give you the desires of my heart. Because there's things in our hearts, too, that are evil and sinful. That's why we can't follow our hearts, because it, it's not it's not pure. It's not holy like God. But God tells us that he will drive out those things little by little from before us. And that is why I said, like, the narrow road is not just a, a one one travel thing. Like, this is a life journey that we're going through. This is a sanctification of our boot camp right now, preparing us for even greater glory than this. So I want to go to one more scripture before we end this. Um, forgive me, guys, for that scripture. I'm, I believe it's Matthew, but um, just give me a second. I'm going to try to. We're going to go to um, I think it would be an um, but yeah, you know, definitely stay encouraged. You know, it, it is it is rough, but it is so worth it in the end. It really is. Um, God is pleased. You know, he rejoices over you with singing. He's proud of you. He's rooting for you. He knows you. He loves you. Um, he sees your effort. You know, he's not mad at you when you do something wrong, you know, because his grace is sufficient, you know, and, um, it was something else that came to my mind about um, that I wanted to share with you guys. Well, anyway, you know, if the if whatever I pray that whatever that I didn't say, I pray that the spirit of the Lord will reveal that to you guys. But um, I am going to end it right here. And, you know, like I said, I really just wanted to. I wanted to um, speak on this episode because this is something that I go through all the time as a Christian and other Christians might need that encouragement. You know, they may need that rebuke as well. And to love you is to pray for you, but also to lead you to the true gospel of of, of peace, you know, and that that's that's what our spiritual father Paul was about. You know, and I'm pretty sure that if Paul seen the way some of the churches are now and things are going right now, the institutions, he wouldn't be happy about that. But 
God is faithful. I'm trusting that as I do my part and if I stay in the Lord's will, you know, using the things that I have, my letting my my life be the ministry of God and using the things that God has given me, however small it may be. Because remember, those small things are big things in God's eyes. They're never unnoticed because God doesn't look at our actions. He looks at our heart, you know, and since he lives in our heart and he's housed there. You know, he's there. He's so closely, intimately with us. You know? Oh, that's what I was going to say. Someone someone brought to my attention um, recently um, that... uh, Because I guess, you know, in um, Psalm 91, it says that, um, that our angels will guard us, you know guard us when we are going through things, which is praise God, right? Yes, God, the angels guard us from all danger. And, you know, I guess I kind of, I knew that, you know, the Holy Spirit lives in me, which is the spirit of God. And then I knew that the Holy Spirit, it lives with me. But I guess sometimes I thought that I had my own angel because you see, you know, like um, Joseph, you know, how, you know, Joseph met the angel and, you know, um, things like that. And I won't say it was it was I was deceived because I still, you know, acknowledge that, okay, um, that the, the angels are with us, you know, but I thought it was just one angel. But then we see in Psalm 91, you know, he says that um, the angels will guard us in all our ways. You know, the angels came to Jesus when he was at Gethsemane to strengthen him. They came to uh, the angels came or the messengers came to Jesus after he was tempted for the 40 days in the wilderness. And um, I was like, but what if we're, you know, not in danger? Like we still have our angel with us right and it's like no I learned like no that's not biblical you know it's just Jesus the spirit of Jesus is in us and then we have the Holy Spirit that lives with us you know so but it also it also said to guard us in all of our ways not just danger but just to guard us in all our ways so (laughs) either or guys you know we know that Jesus the Psalm 91 says the angel encamps all around us. So we know that God is protecting us. We know that God is with us. He protects us from dangers that we're not even aware about. Amen. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I wanted to share with you guys. And I pray that that's an encouragement, too, because God cares, you know, and he is is looking out for you when nobody else is. OK, even when we're not even looking out for ourselves. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay, guys, let's have a word of prayer. And I pray, you know, come back on here again really, really soon with another blessed episode. I love talking to you guys. It always feels like you guys are like right in front of me and I'm talking. Amen. So um, uh, let's go ahead and bow our heads. Father in heaven, we just thank you so much um, for your word today, Lord God. Um, we pray, Father God, for the people, the, the Christian brothers and sisters out there, Lord God, that are 
being deceived, Lord God. They're being led astray by false prophecies, being led astray by um, Antichrist, Lord God, that have grown dull of hearing, like your word says, Lord God, that have traded uh, the truth in for a lie, Lord God, the ones that are new believers, Lord God, that have been deceived, Lord God. We just pray, Father God, that you would... Um, Give them revival, Father God, in their hearts, Lord God, that you would lead them back to um, the fountain of living waters, Lord God, that you would lead them back to you, Father God. We just pray for them, Lord God. We know that um, this walk, Lord God, bruises us, Lord God. That's what the scripture says, Lord God. You said that we'll be constantly, uh, he'll constantly bruise uh, our heels and that will strike his head, Lord God. But we are thankful, Lord God, that you fight all of our battles, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for never leaving us, Lord God, regardless if we have legions of angels around us and we're just, the Holy Spirit is there, Lord God. We're just thankful, Lord God, that you are with us. We're thankful that we are part of the family of God, Lord God. We're thankful, Lord God, that we are the head and not the tail, Lord God. We are thankful, Lord God, that you have defeated all of our enemies now all the way to the end of earth, Lord God. Your word said that by faith that um, we will conquer all, Lord God. You said that we, we have overcome and we are more than conquerors, Lord God. We are grateful, grateful, Father God, for your word, Lord God. We want to eat and drink on your word, Lord God. We want your word to be life to us, Lord God. So we just ask, Lord God, that you would reveal and examine our hearts, the things that we don't even know that's in there, Lord God, that we may be able to lay those things down at your feet, Father. We're thankful for it, Lord God, for the um, faithful ministers, the faithful um, pastors and things like that, Lord God, that speak your holy word, Lord God. We pray that even as they're feeding us, Lord God, that we would know the word for ourselves, that we will compare scripture upon scripture, word upon word, Lord God, that it will line up with your truth, Lord. Give us a heart of humility, Father God. Give us a heart, Father God, that's soft, Lord God. The blows of life can harden our heart, Lord God, but your grace is sufficient to carry us every single moment of the day, Lord God. And since you live in us, Lord God, we are yours. We belong to you, Lord God. You are our rightful owner, Father God. You are our sir. You are our, our master and our good shepherd, Lord God. We are your servants, Lord God, and we want to be good servants, Lord. We want to be like you, Lord God. We desire deep down to be with you, to love you, to be obedient to you, Lord God. We just we just surrender right now, Lord God, our pains in our life, Lord God, our past um, traumas, Lord God, whatever in our hearts, Lord God, that has hindered our worship and us truly giving you our full heart, Lord God. We just give that to you. We're sorry for not being as faithful to you as we should, but we desire to. And I know that that's enough because that's what you care about is where our heart is at, Lord God. So we just give that to you right now. And we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for this day. We thank you for uh, your word that just fills our souls up, Lord God. I pray that for the safety of everyone out there that's listening, Lord God, all your faithful servants, all the people that are here and that don't know your word, Lord God, that are going to accept your truth and that are going to be your sons and daughter, Lord God. We just pray a double portion of blessing on them as well, Lord God. We pray for the ones that are sick and shut in, Lord God, that, that are being faithful to you, Lord, and that 
are sick, Lord God, we pray that you'll encourage them to continue on in the faith and continue to do what um, they can for you, Lord. You said that if we pour out, you know, um, if we, if we, what you said, your word says that if we, um, that whatever we uh, sow, that we will, we will reap that a hundred thousand fold lord god because your word does not return unto us void lord god but it will accomplish all that is set out to do that's because you are a big god that much lord so i just praise your holy name i give you all the glory this day lord god all the way all the days of my life and we just we just thank you and we end this prayer today in jesus name amen okay bless you guys we'll hopefully see you guys again really really soon um and um i pray that you guys are encouraged once again so take care bye bye